Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. For the past several weeks, we've been covering the various different types of tea out there. We talked about white tea, we talked about green tea, and last week we started with our discussion about oolong tea, specifically what makes oolong tea different and special, which is the process of oxidation. Oolong tea being the first of the teas that we've talked about which have oxidation in them. Now, I have used that word extensively, and this week we are going to dive in to the exact definition of oxidation. We're also going to talk about what oxidation does in terms of the health benefits and the properties of tea leaves, so how it changes them. And ultimately, we're also going to crack into the most misunderstood word in the tea lexicon. So we've got a pretty full show here today. So let's dive right in. Oxidation. Oolong tea is the first of the types that we've covered that have a little oxidation in it. What is oxidation? Let's talk about it in terms that make more sense. I've spoken about when you cut into a banana or an apple or a pear, how the surface and the flesh sort of starts to turn brown. What that really is is oxygen reacting with the cellular structure and essentially creating the process of cellular compression and, though I hate to use the word, cellular death. Let's talk about another example of oxidation that you might be familiar with. Many of you live in parts of the country that happen to be snowy. You drive your cars across the salt and the mixture of salt and water gets on the metal of your cars. And then what happens? Rust. Rust is a form of oxidation. Let's get into it even further. Ever try to make a fire? When you make something in your fireplace and all those logs and maybe the paper are wrapped a little too tight, you can't get that fire started, can you? What do you need? You need a little room. You need a little room for that fire to breathe. The fire needs oxygen. And essentially, that's what's happening to the cells of both the metal on your car and the flesh in your fruit and the tea leaves. It's sort of a slow burning. And when you think about it as a burning process, it makes a lot more sense. You see, when you have a piece of fruit and the skin is surrounding it, that skin essentially acts as a protectant to the main flesh and the main interior of the fruit. So until it's cut, no oxidation occurs. The same thing with metal. So long as it doesn't get wet and has salt put upon it, the exposure to the oxygen remains minimal. So therefore, oxidation doesn't occur. But when you do something, say for example tea leaves, where you take the tea leaves and you start to, say, throw them around a little bit, maybe bruise them up a little bit, tear them a touch, 
let those juices start to coat the outside. And, you know, for lack of a better word, kind of beat them up, oxidation starts to occur. Now, we talked last week about the changes in the flavor profiles as a result of introducing oxidation to the leaf. But what's really remarkable are the changes that occur to the tea leaf in terms of its benefits and its attributes as it applies to you, the drinker, aside from the flavor. In order to talk about it, I'm going to have to visit some of your college days talking about beer cans. And when we come back, I will also address the various health benefits about oolong tea. And as I promised, get into a word that's been way overused in the tea industry and causes a lot of confusion. So stay with me. I will be right back here on Steeping Around. Here's a challenge. Go to your cupboard, dig out a tea bag, cut the top off of it, and pour its contents onto your kitchen table. What do you see? Anything more than dust? You're generally looking at the bottom of the barrel tea leaves, the crumbs that fall from the thick, whole, beautiful leaves that the Maya Tea Company uses. Did you know that you can greatly improve the quality of your tea by switching to whole leaf tea without spending one extra dime? Each pound of Maya Tea Company's decadent loose leaf teas brews about 150 individual cups of tea, and you have an extensive variety of types and flavors to choose from. Would you like a green or a black tea? And how about flavored with raspberry or vanilla? The possibilities are endless with the Maya Tea Company. Plus, you can save an extra 15% on your purchases by typing the word STEEP into the coupon code at checkout. See for yourself at www.mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com and enter the word STEEP. Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking today about the big double O, oolong and oxidation. We spoke earlier about how oolong teas are partially oxidized, and oxidation essentially referring to oxygen reacting with the exposed cells of, say, fruit or slightly bruised up tea leaves and thus causing them to quietly burn and collapse. It's not a burning that's done with heat, but sort of burning on the cell, and therefore the cell collapses. Now, a better way of understanding this is to think back to your beer-drinking days in college. What separates me from a lot of other tea professionals is that I will boldly go where none of them will go, back to drunken college days. Think about when you had one of those huge parties, and the next day you would wake up, probably hungover, and there were beer cans everywhere. If you were somewhat lucid, you realized quickly that if you crushed a beer can, you could fit more into a garbage bag. Essentially, that's cellular compression, and that's what happens when the cells are oxidized. The cells actually collapse and compress. Now, why is this important? Essentially, when oxidation occurs, polyphenols are destroyed, but caffeine isn't. When you get oolong teas, they are anywhere from 
10 to 75% oxidized. As oxidation occurs, you have more actual cells in the same space. So let's say you've got 10% oxidation. Now that's very light. So in fact, that T is really very green. It will have more of the characteristics of green tea. It will have more polyphenols. It'll have more of the health benefits that green tea has, which we talked about a couple of shows ago. But as you continue and you get more oxidized, up to 75%, those leaves will go brown. Now you have actually more cells in the same amount of weight. And so you will have more caffeine. The polyphenol content goes down as well, but the caffeine content goes up. That's the big difference in terms of the actual attributes and composition of the tea as oxidation occurs. Less polyphenols, more caffeine. It's a little hard to talk about the health benefits of oolong tea because, first of all, there's not much that's been done on oolong tea because it only represents about 2% of the world's production. Also, because it you know extends from like 10% to 75% oxidized, you know, a really lightly oxidized oolong tea has very different characteristics than one that is heavier and darker. As a whole, Chinese herbal medicine describes white and green teas as cooling and therefore good for inflammatory conditions. We talked about that in a previous show as well. Things that are cooling to the body essentially cause contraction and retention. Now we've added oxidation to an oolong tea. Chinese herbal medicine says that oolong teas are actually heating. And things that are heating actually cause expansion and evacuation. Sort of a revving up of the system, if you will. There's more caffeine, so we're kind of speeding the system up, warming the system up. And the health benefits of oolong tea sort of follow along the same pathway. Oolong teas are known for being detoxifying and essentially good for helping eliminate the toxicity resulting from too much food, alcohol, and smoke. What the studies have found is that oolong teas are really quite good for digestion and particularly good for weight loss. And there is an interesting correlation between oxygen and weight loss. There's a book that I read uh, a while back that's very good called Jumpstart Your Metabolism by Pam Grout. And it actually highlights the fact that oxygen is one of the key elements to weight loss. Oftentimes, people can achieve quite substantial weight loss simply by changing how they breathe, breathing deeper and adding more oxygen to their system. And oolong teas, because of this oxidation, they believe also kind of adds to that quality and helps with weight loss. Dr. Oz even recently said that on one of his shows, citing a study that did show that oolong tea actually does help speed up metabolism and weight loss. If you are curious to try oolong tea, I would love to show you how you can get some, maybe even for free. When we come back, I'll show you that, and we'll also address our question of the week where we will take more than a peek at the word peco. So stay with me. I'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Need a little something to help you push through your workday? Forget that created in a chemistry lab five-hour energy beverage. We've got something better. A delicious drink that will give you the jolt you need plus health benefits. 
This drink increases metabolism and attention span and decreases the risk of cancer, diabetes, and heart problems. Can you guess what it is? If you said tea, you're a genius. The Maya Tea Company offers a huge selection of decadent tea blends at an unbeatable price. So whether you're in the mood for something light or bold, hot or cold, Maya Tea has just what you need. And even better, you can get it right from your desk. Just log on to www.mayatea.com, that's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, and save an extra 15% of your hard-earned paycheck by entering the word STEEP in the coupon code. You know, STEEP, as in steeping around. No problem getting through today. We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are on to the question of the week. Every week, I like to answer a question on the air that you have asked, and as a reward, we usually send the person who asked the question some free tea. If you have a tea-related question that you would like for me to answer on the air, please send it to me. The best way to do so is via email. My email address is steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayatea.com. And if you're a fan of the show, please fan us on Facebook. We have sites for steeping around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And as always, you can visit us online at www.mayatea.com. This week's question comes to us from Kathy, and she writes... My husband and I both enjoy your show, but lately you've used the word PECO several times. We've also seen PECO listed on many tea bags over the years. But what is PECO? It seems to be very, very common. But who knows what the word means or what it is? We figured you would know. We'll be listening on the air. Well, in fact, PECO is probably the most overused and misunderstood word in the entire tea lexicon. If you looked it up in the dictionary, it would say, a high-quality tea made from the downy tips of the young buds of the tea plant. If you look at the origins of the word, it really begins in China to describe a black tea. The black tea happens to have some downy hair, just like white tea does. It happens to have a little um, fuzz or down on the outside. And that tea is called pecho. And so it's sort of a mispronunciation, peco. And so later it was ultimately used to describe any of the tips that happen to have that down on them. And that's usually what it refers to. But that has been somewhat changed a bit. The word peco is also used to describe the grading of black teas. So when we go and we look at a variety of black teas, they're all sorted out by grade. And usually they have letters associated with them. And depending upon the letters, it tells you what they are. For example, if you're buying a whole leaf grade, it might have something called FOP to describe the grade. And that would be a flowery orange peco. Or it might be GFOP, which is golden flowery orange peco. At the longest variation of when they describe it, it could be SFTGFOP, which stands for Special, finest, tippy, golden, flowery orange peco. 
Now, they always use the word orange, and that actually does not refer to color at all. Orange is actually referring to a royal Dutch house of orange. And so the term orange was really meant to make it extra special, not orange at all. So what does this all mean? So now we have all of these black tea grades that are using the word orange peco to describe them. And some of them are good and some of them are bad. Not bad per se, but some of them are much more cheap. Some of them are not whole leaf. And so we just have this wide variation and this rampant use of the word orange peco. What does it mean to you? To a certain degree, the term has become used as part of its Western marketing, uh, particularly made popular by Sir Thomas Lipton, who used the word orange peco to describe the tea that he was selling. And it's now on every tea bag everywhere. And so the term has really become very watered down. When you see the words orange peco or peco on any tea, it really just means black tea at this point. Generally, when it's in tea bags, it's just cheap black tea. It has some wonderful origins, but unfortunately, it's become rather misunderstood and diluted. I hope that clarifies it. I know that it was kind of a long-winded explanation because there are so many variations on the meaning. But ultimately, for you, the consumer, when you're in stores, if you see it and it says peco and it's in uh, a tea bag, it probably just means black tea and nothing more than that. So, Kathy, thank you for asking your question. We are going to send you some very nice black tea, not a peco at all, but a very, very fine Chinese black tea. And if you would like to get some free tea, send me your questions. But as a reward, we don't want to leave you out in the cold. As you know, I normally do not like to use this show to be kind of a commercial for the kind of teas that I sell. But we've been talking about oolong teas, and a lot of them are a little hard to find. So we have gone the extra mile and found three different oolong teas that we have put up on our website for 50% off. This is kind of a special thing. It's not something I'm going to do a lot of, but it's basically so that if you'd like to try some of the oolongs that we've been describing, you can do so easily by visiting our website. We have something called Lilijan, which is Each Leaf is Fragrant, which is a beautiful oolong tea. They're hand-rolled nuggets. They're delicious. We also have something called Shuijan Oolong, which is actually Narcissus Oolong. Very, very flavorful. And another one called Yellow Sprig Oolong. And all three of those are on our website right now for 50% off. So you can try them and see some of the things that I've been talking about as to how great Oolong tea really is. Thank you very much for listening this week. We are going to continue our discussion of Oolongs next week in terms of how to make them and how to grade them, how to know what you're looking for when you go out searching for an oolong tea that you might like. We hope you'll join us, and until then, please go out and have fun steeping around. <laughs>